Hello and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. It is I, Mike, aka Dad and Buried, here with my co-host Pete. What up, Pete? How dare you, co-host? I'm also <laughs> a host. That's a co. That's what a co-host no, is. No, it's not. I'm your co-host. Oh. It's equal opportunity hosts. I don't even okay. know what that means. Look, Mom and well, Barry. Well, I, I always Pete. consider myself like more like a sidekick. Let's be honest here. Yeah, let's be honest. Well, that's I'm what sorry. all the viewers consider you too, because yeah. you don't, or the listeners, because you, you don't have social media. You don't have social media. Exactly. So it's the Dad and Buried podcast, uh, where we lower the bar for other parents. Yes. Right. We we lower it one notch at a time, making sure that everyone out there knows, damn, there's worse parents out there than I am. Yes. We, yeah. This is what we do. We're, we're a security blanket. We let yeah. you know that no matter what you're doing, it's not as bad as what Pete and I are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or, our- yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because between us, we have five kids, right? Yeah. Um, I think so. I, I have that we know cu- of. I have full custody of all of them. <laughs> um, this Jury, is some- I'm still waiting. Yeah. yeah there's a little bit of litigation. Yeah. Right. There's a little right. litigation. I have custody of Mike's kids. I also have custody of my kids. I'm trying to get rid of some of the custody, to be honest with you. So well, if well, anyone wants a little custody, let me know. <laughs> one of the one of the reasons, look, the main reason we started this podcast is so that Pete and I could make other people feel better about themselves. Another reason is we like to bitch about parenting, um, which is a large part of our lives. We like to bitch about it. And yet another reason is because we're hoping somebody will be like, sure, I'll take one of your kids. And we'll be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The more people exactly. are exposed to the fact that we're terrible at this and don't like it very much, hopefully somebody will volunteer. Yeah, I've gone so far as to actively, uh, in within my own family unit, I've actively made up other kids that no longer exist because of something they have done, like not brush their teeth. Yep, I love Jason. Who's Jason, Dad? Well, let yeah. me tell you, son. Jason never More liked to brush his lost. teeth, so he's not here anymore. You know, New York State foster care, everybody. You're hoping what you're hoping is one of your kids will rat you out to a teacher like my dad has been responsible for, you know, a couple of missing children. Please take me away from him. I'm hoping that Angelina Jolie adopts my kids because that's the kind of life I want for them. And I'm not capable of providing it. Right. Frankly. Right. But you know what? Your your heart's in the right place uh, in as much as that it's in the sort of center left of your body. Really That's right. Weird. I think that is correctly. We used to think it was more straight, like to the left, and we've learned it's a little bit more closer yeah. to the center. Well, as Hallmark would have us believe. <sighs> Hallmark. Hallmark thinks we have multiple hearts because how big, else could we contain big card, all the love? Big card. Speaking of speaking of um, Hallmark, so yeah. um, Mama Barry is currently in the other room watching Teen Witch um, as part of our Spooktober. But she's doing it because I will not watch Teen Witch, <laughs> but she wants to watch it. So she's in the other room watching it while I record my podcast. What's Teen Witch? You don't want to know. You're, I can't believe you don't know with, with two girls in your fam no, as no, children. No, no, no. It's we a terrible just, we're, movie. We're too busy arguing over not watching Big Time Rush, which is my least favorite show in the history of well, all TV. Let me tell you. So. Big Time Rush is horrible. Um, and then when you get off this recording, you're going to go to YouTube and Google um, Top That from Teen Witch, and you're going to watch about 20 seconds, and then you're <laughs> going to throw your computer in the garbage. Uh, and you're okay. probably going to be like, I'm moving out if my kids ever show any interest in this piece of trash. I mean, well, that's what my um, my lovely wife of many years is doing in the other room, thankfully sparing me um, from the okay. agony. Which Are, are both, both little ones watching it or just – No, uh, they're both asleep. They're both asleep. So this is like a girl's night. She's having a solo night. 
She's oh, she's literally married. just watching it by herself. Oh, yeah. 100%. She was oh. going to watch Practical Magic, um, which is not for the kids. Teen Witch, she could watch with the kids, except they're both boys, so they might not be too interested. Um, and Hocus Pocus, um, she will watch with the kids, and hopefully I will be recording a podcast or uh, you know, somewhere wow. far, far away when that one happens. Cause wow, I, this I, sounds like a real, real lineup at the Buried Household. It's funny because when I watch the Spooktober movies, I want something like legitimately scary. And when she watches with me, she wants it to be like fun, right? The, like yeah. the most scary she'll get maybe is like Scream, which is like, you know, it's a good movie. It's interesting. There's like layers to it. It's not just like straight up horror, but there is some kind of horror stuff. She's not interested in watching like the, we've talked about this before, like something like Hereditary or Audition, which I would not recommend um, for most is, people. There's got to be some kind of in between middle ground between uh the babadook and teenage witch <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like some kind of romp calm some sort of fun thing but then oh guess what i'm inhabited by a an well, ancient spirit that wants that's to sort of like that. practical magic um from the female perspective we watched um nightmare on elm street three dream warriors the other night which mm. is um real cheesy right so that eliminates some of like the horror aspect of it for her it's a very cheesy 80s flick um but it's about like lucid dreaming so it's actually kind of a cool concept but there's some real gore in it which uh i don't know that there's too Wait, much gore these days you're talking about lucid dreaming you must be talking about dreamscape my man oh no 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 the world's greatest movie about dreaming you know that was that was the that and red dawn were the two first pg-13 movies the part where the dude turns into a cobra oh, man is like so terrifying i, I that wasn't image. able to sleep for a long yes. time thanks 10 year old me Watching for that putting movie. That, that's in the rotation because again i'm trying to figure out stuff i can show detective munch my 11 year old um thinking about child's play but red dawn was really i would say red dawn was maybe the greatest movie of I'd all time yeah. yeah well i'd ever seen when i was a child like you know you know when he like they're at the fence and they see their dad and the dad's yeah, like let it turn. boys no he goes let it turn to something else like I was yeah, like, yeah. let it turn to something to what that's what i was thinking and then <laughs> when he was like avenge me i was like oh shit yeah. he means don't cry get a gun and kill and some russians do what you need to do. well cubans actually kill the con sorry the commies kill the commies, the commies. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, cubans, yeah yeah you know what and smash cut to uh 2021 and i still have the same conversation with my dad <laughs> you know, he's like, the commies are here avenge me Except Channel it. that he's sort of standing by his pool, and I'm like, "There's nothing to avenge, no. and uh, you're crazy, and please stop watching uh, Tucker Carlson." Fox News. Well, yeah, exactly. Yes, and specifically Tucker Carlson. So anyway, so the the story of like the the Cold War and the and, and the media <laughs> that it uh, that it. <laughs> that well, that yeah. Provoked. So today's topic, right? Let's get into it. I mean, this is what we're talking about how. So that was parenting then. We we grew up in a much much simpler time when we yes. all we had to worry about were commies coming from Cuba yep. and parachuting, parachuting down into, into our classroom and that poor science teacher who was just dumb enough to be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" and then just I think it was history teacher, but yeah. Uh, How about that you know one what? kid who didn't duck? Who like they close by? He didn't duck in time, and his head is still on the on the oh, sill. Oh man, that was yeah. uh, the whole thing was good. Anyway, those were much simpler times. Um, and when we were raised, it was really simple, right? It was uh, commies are bad, yeah. And uh, you know, com, you know, and then you know, we're, that's it. we're yeah, yeah, that's about it. That There's was no such thing. About it. There's no such thing as climate change. 
You don't have to worry about the right wing media. That's you don't right. have to worry, right? Like also, not only were commies bad, but it depended because sometimes commies could be super hot too. Yeah, right. They could they be, be unbelievably hot, like spies like seen, us. Have you ever seen uh, um, Gotcha with Linda Fiorentino? She's more of a spy, but there is some some commie stuff. Again, Anthony Edwards. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. today, well, your point is that today it's a lot more fraught, and uh, for us as parents, we have to prep our kids for you know, the next civil war or pick, yeah. Well, we'll just moving to Mars. I mean, literally like, it's like, it's like parenting. It's the parenting version of cards against humanity, except all, every card you pick is a real thing. Like two of the worst things yeah. ever, like murder hornets. You're like, what is that? That's Plus, not a real thing. Oh, yeah. well now it's a thing. Okay. Thanks. 21. And then yeah, like, oh, like, like, uh, you know, uh, possible second civil war. Oh, okay. Well, there's another thing, right? Misinformation. All the worst possible scenarios. What about a pandemic? Sprinkle that into the mix. Yeah. Uh, oh, and what, what's that? What's that about? Like, uh, just, you know, racial tension, racial justice, etc. Well, that's been around all the time. It has, but it, but now it's laid bare, right? Oh, and the sure. bill, bill has has come due, and I think it's right, like, in, and also like in the '80s, another thing that's been laid. We didn't have to worry about Harvey Weinstein in the '80s. Like nobody knew what he was up to back then, but now we know we have to protect Harvey our kids Weinstein from him. Was being molded in the '80s. He became he who he was because, because of the of 80s. the '80s. Yeah. God. Look at us. God, we're crushing it. So we're gonna get into that um, when we I come back just... from the break. Um, I also have, speaking of nightmare scenarios, uh, I'm going to tell everybody uh, what I did this weekend. Um, it falls Ooh. under the category of fall family fun, and we'll get into that, and we'll get into uh, what we're trying to do to prepare our kids for the rest of their lives in this hellscape that we call um, the 21st century. We All right, right after this, everyone. Thanks so much. <laughs> See you in a All right, so tonight Pete and I are going to be talking about, um, you know, how we want to try to prepare our kids for the future. And the, the challenge for me is um, I don't know how to do that. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> Pete will have some tips for me. But before we get into that, I want to tell you what I did this weekend. And at least one thing my kids will know how to do is escape a corn maze because we went apple picking. One of Mom and Barry's favorite activities. We do it every fall. And what we did was we drove. Um, it should have been about two hours and 15 minutes, which is already way too long. What? It ended up what? being about three hours. The traffic oh to get to the GW Bridge, God. it was a nightmare, right? So we get there. I got to stop you there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just stop you. You've, I, you know, I've literally, it just come to me, the next greatest horror movie ever is... Hey, kids, we're going on a 20-minute drive, and it takes three and a half hours, oh. and the George Washington Bridge is somehow involved in that, oh, of course that it story. Is. Of course All it is. of that is the makings of the world's greatest horror story. Please continue. So this was oh, on Saturday. So we get there, and we immediately – we get, like, our bracelet so that we – because it's ag retainment, Is this right? in New Jersey? No, it's, it's in okay. upstate New York. It's like the okay. Catskills. All right. All right. Um, normally, when we go to the Catskills, we spend a weekend there and we like sleep overnight, but not this time. This time, we were driving three hours up and about three hours back. It was great. So we get there and we get our little bracelets so that we can do the corn maze and the apple picking and a couple of other things. And immediately we, before we do anything, we go buy cider donuts and apple cider, which means for the next 20 minutes, my kids are running in terror from the bees that are swarming all of the sweets they're holding <laughs> <laughs> and the wasps. Literally, Wicker. at one point, we were, we were walking to the corn maze yeah. 
my my 11 year old is just like deathly terrified of of bees he got stung once and it wasn't even that bad but he's just yeah. he has a like a phobia at this point he's yeah. walking along we're walking down the path with his with his cider he sees a bee he straight up throws his cider like it was like seven dollars he just throws it yeah like 20 feet That's away fun. and books it to to escape a wasp whatever it all it was actually from that point on like it was like this is an absolute disaster but then we got in the corn maze and it actually became fun i'm not gonna lie i don't like doing it uh it has become a tradition which is the thing parents out there dads if you don't want something to if there's something yeah. your wife wants to do and you don't like it let her do it once and then just be like, no, never again. Cause if once you do it twice, all of a sudden it becomes tradition and you'll never get out of it again, which is why you know every what? year we do this. Mike, yet again, you've dropped not a, like what's the, it's like a knowledge bomb, but it's like a knowledge bomb light. And I love it. Thank you. <laughs> what, why's it gotta be light? Why can't uh, well, it just be a knowledge bomb? I don't know, Mike. It just, <laughs> the whole, the thing is, is you drove three hours you get out of the car, and before you've done anything, they've just separated like what six, seven hundred dollars from you oh and your God. wallet. Just like, oh yeah, no, you need a bracelet. Oh, you want to do the corn maze? Oh yeah, no, that's an extra thirty dollars. Oh no, 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 I think you'll find it's per person. You're like, <laughs> so place. even better tonight, my son wanted an apple, and he went and grabbed himself one. But instead of grabbing one from the bag that we got like, at the <laughs> yeah. store, he grabbed the like the biggest one we got off the tree on Saturday and my wife was pissed. She was like, why would you, we have this bag of regular ones. Why do you use that this for pies or whatever? Whoa, well, hold on, hold on, back up. I'm sh- I'm only assuming you have something uh, in the order of 42 apples at home. We do. And you got to go we through do. them. So why is there, you bought more was, apples? You bought store-bought apples? We had, How we dare had only, you? We, we had gotten a fresh direct delivery a few days before. Oh, we don't go no, for no, the apples. No, no, no. Look, let's be honest. We're not going for the apples. No one gives a shit about the apples. It's the experience yeah. of picking the reality the situation is. Anyway, we did the corn maze twice. And the second time my son was like, look, let us go in first. Me, mom, and the hammer. Let us go in first. And then you come in two minutes later. I legitimately timed it. He's like, come in two minutes later and try to find us and scare us. I found them and I scared them. And the hammer cried for like the next straight minutes because <laughs> I scared them <laughs> too effectively. Um, but that was actually quite fun. And then we drove home for uh, two hours and 45 minutes with a ton more traffic. Um, and then my wife what yelled at my son this? for eating apples. Saturday. What day was this? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So yeah. this is fresh. Oh, brand new. Yeah, we just did it. Yeah. Wow. And I will say it was it like wasn't bad. Like, I didn't want to do it, and there were lots of shit that I didn't like about it, especially all the driving, um, but we, we had fun, and my wife was always like, you know, we always in, like, we're our best selves when we're in these places, and I'm like, well, there was like a 20-minute nugget in the middle there somewhere where maybe we were <laughs> yeah, all of exactly. our, our best selves, and it wasn't when my son was throwing cider uh, right. away as he ran from a wasp. He was aerosoling the cider to make it more potent for the wasps. Yeah. I, like I made him pick it up with the dirt and I made him drink it. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> you know, one the next year, what you could do uh, for apple picking is just take your family to Key Food, which mm-hmm. is around the corner from you, and yeah. then just go, okay, kids, tell me which apple you want. And they're like, Dad, this looks a lot like just regular grocery shopping. And you just you just grab by there and you go, just don't embarrass yeah. me in front of all the apple pickers. Now pick some goddamn apples. I'll- I'll blindfold them and yeah. then drive in, around in circles for three hours <laughs> exactly. and then get out. And we'll be like, it's the yeah. same shit. You know what? No, you don't even have to do that. Just <laughs> blindfold them, put them in the car, let it idle. They'll be like, yeah, Dad, yeah. Look, I'm pretty sure the car's not moving. It's bumper it's to bumper. Moving. It's moving. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway well, so we got that. Congratulations. We, we, still, 
we still have to go pumpkin picking. So don't uh, don't congratulate me just yet. They didn't oh. have both. They didn't have both. Oh, <laughs> well done, Mike. Well done for. I, I feel like you may want to take the reins a little bit and just at least preemptively pick a a pumpkin apple sitch. That's interesting. So yeah, you're I mean, saying I should do the planning? I I I, I refuse. Oh, that. I've really thrown a wrench into this thing because that's good. like about 18 minutes worth of like Google searching yeah. will result in just one single sort of unified visit versus uh, the 18 hours it sounds like of traveling. See, to so this places. is this is the challenge um, in particular with with my wife in that she like most women she desperately wants me to put forth the effort and you know just do a little planning for once the romantic thing um but then when i actually do it she doesn't actually want what i do so it's like a very impossible situation no um, no it's not impossible it's <laughs> it's called the golden circle of marriage it is the most beautiful gift it is a delicate dance whereby when the man leads he simply steps on the toes yes. of his and you partner, can't say and you then, can't say but when I plan it, you don't like it, right? Because then it's, it starts a whole different argument. So there's literally – it's quicksand. There is no way out of it. Um, Checkmate double yeah. plus. It's, well, listen, that's a that's a terrifying story. That's going to stick with me for a long time, especially <laughs> – Like Dreamscape, yeah. Yeah, like Dreamscape, just going over the bridge. But, but we have ahead of us uh, a pretty big job now that uh, the world's in the state that it is. Um, we have to get our kids ready for things like this, for, for being able to make these kinds of decisions. Uh, the world is a much more complicated place. Uh, it continues to get complicated, but in, in the same way, it also, the, the fundamentals remain the same, but it just, it's just the amount of, uh, inputs are, are increasing at an incredible rate, right? So, so we, I have two points yeah. I want to make there. One of them okay. is a question. First right. point is, I'm glad you said that this job is ahead of us because I have not started preparing my kids for anything. No. <laughs> so it has not begun yet. My 11 year old, you know, he's got nothing, right? Like he, is, he struggles to right. butter Well, toast. it starts this year, though. 11. Exactly. He's oh, yeah, six, no, for sure. Like, grade, brother. Middle school. Yeah, he's on his way. He's on, he, one of his kids at school told him that, that um, one of his new friends at school said that he was in phase two of puberty. I'm like, there's faces? <laughs> so then we asked Alexa, and it turns out there's faces of puberty. Anyway, don't ask Alexa that. Um, just have your my, son sit you down and ha ha just just have you have him walk <laughs> you through the puberty. We have to have, have the birds and the, the bees chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can explain it to me. So my other point is, is more of a question. So we're going to talk about, we were talking about earlier how in the 80s, you know, Harvey Weinstein wasn't around yet. Climate change, which actually was was known about, just oh, no, everyone on, felt more on. comfortable Let, let's, ignoring let's it. Clear. Even more comfortable so, than they do now. Yeah. So Harvey, everything was around. First, yes. let, let's just go. Let's just do a quick snapshot. Cocaine of, was everywhere. Oh, it was an amazing. Needles fan and razor blades and, and Halloween candy. Yeah. So in the 80s and 90s when we were growing up, I don't know if anyone remembers milk cartons and all the thousands, mm. hundreds of tens of thousands of children that were missing in any day, uh, any given day. But that was a thing. And, you know, so it was a simpler time because there was just less knowledge. Was Harvey Weinstein around? There were a billion Harvey right. Weinsteins around and they were doing whatever they wanted and they continued to do whatever they wanted. And the things have it's it, the only thing that has changed is that there's more information. This was going to be my question. Yeah. Is okay. do you think the world is more dangerous and we have to prepare our kids for more or are we just kind of forced 
to consider the fact that the world may be more dangerous and there are more things to prepare our kids for because there's so much more coming at all of us all the time about everything. There's no way the world is more dangerous now than it was. So let, let's, let, me, let me caveat that. The let's call them old dangers and new dangers, right? So let's let's be clear. The amount of old dangers, like mur- let's just let's just good old fashioned murder, murder and kidnapping yeah. and van, you know, yeah, puppies, or scary. as my mom, uh, uh, when I was going to college, uh, the Moonies. The Moonies, she, like a cult. She, she, she referenced the Moonies, and then like how ironic. That she's like, you know, everything is Fox News now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, right. thanks, yeah. Mooney conversation. So, you know, there's the old dangers. And those, I think, have, have completely minimized. And and I think we've gone even too far, right? So helicopter, that's led to like, I don't want my kids scraping their knee. I don't want, I mean, l- right. let's, be, let's be clear. Yeah. Let's be clear. Parent, kids are probably not dying as much as they were back in the 80s. I'm sure a lot kids were dying probably at a rate of you know, <laughs> twice as much as they were dying now. It's getting right? dark. Getting dark. They were, well, they I don't were. know the stats on kid death. I sure listen. I've done sad. absolutely no research on this, and I'm one of the hallmarks positive. of the show. We promise <laughs> yeah. you do not do research. And I'm almost positive that that's the case. But my point is now. Right. We know a lot like there's you want to know if there's a sex offender in your neighborhood. Look it up. There's a whole there's a there's a website that'll just show you. Right. And so we now are aware. Okay, now we're aware of all this stuff. Okay, but then there's new stuff. And the new stuff is uh, the new dangers are the online, the meeting, the, Mm -hmm. the people chatting the catfishing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, that's, or or even worse, really, it's not even like I'm going to, you know, my your kid, my kid, anyone's kid's going to go meet someone. It's more just like, oh, hey, here's a pic of something, you know, and the next thing you know, it's like, what the, what the fuck? So like, here's, here's an interesting, so we were talking about Harvey Weinstein, but I think a better example is someone like Bill Cosby, right? He was around in the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. oh what we are you talking about? Know. Around. I know, he but what I'm saying dad. is. He was my TV dad. What I'm saying is. It's not like he just suddenly emerged the last five years and is a new danger. He was always a danger. We just didn't know about it, right? Yeah. So now we know about it. Sometimes that's good because you do want to know that, like, the guy who's America's dad is probably not a great role model. But you don't necessarily need to know every single beat of a uh, bit of terrifying information. Well, this is what I'm saying now. So here we are, right? We're de- we're parents. We're uh, Gen X, millennial-type parents. and. Wow. We have all this information, right, at our hands. And so what we have are coming into, we're bringing our kids into this world of like hypersensitivity around Mm -hmm. all the dangers about all the Bill Cosby's, around all the drugs and weed and sex that none of us ever had but were told about. Never, I don't even know what those things are. A lot. And Mike, I tried to get you to do all of those things. And (laughs) you constantly were telling me, "Uh uh-uh. And I, I was, was raised like, well. That's not a, yeah. I was like, I don't know if it's that. That sounds like a no. So the so, challenge isn't yeah. so much that we need to prepare our, we have to prepare our kids sort of for the same things, but we also have to prepare our kids to not worry about some of this stuff because some of the stuff that they're getting, like you have to be able to cut through that's right. the noise a little bit. That's right. right. So, so just, you know, to be clear, um, our, Kid, the kids in the last, the last gener, half generation, generation, you know, um, like 
sexual contact, all that stuff is going down, right? Like mm-hmm. everything oh, yeah, is no, yeah, yeah. decreased. So like, you know, what, what we were doing and we were told like our, 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 let's say a half generation above us was doing in middle school mm-hmm. and high school would blow the fucking yes. minds out of yes. you and I today. We would be horrified if our kids were doing anything close. They drink, to- they drink less today. They have less. Yeah premarital sex or whatever underage right. is there underage sex i guess so yeah i mean you know just, just less of that yeah and you know it's funny because uh so here we are and now we have to prepare our kids for what's ahead which also includes somewhat undoing all of the shit that we've kate put around them which yeah. in some ways is like this this uh uh, fear, right? It's a, it's mm-hmm. been, a, it's come from a natural place, a good place, but it also is like, it's, it's been almost so, you know, my, and I've said this before, I think my biggest failing is my 13 year old barely knows how to use a knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. My I just said it, I said it out loud. An apple my 13 tonight. year old barely knows how to use a sharp knife. My 11 year old had a sharp knife to cut his apple tonight and it was like i walked in on him doing it i'm like jesus christ i'm like i'm just terrified you're gonna cut your hand off you don't know what you're doing and it was like right before bedtime and rather than teach him again my fault rather than like teach him how to do it which i've done before but not like diligently enough to like let him do it and 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 the other thing is he doesn't want to try he just wants to know it right he just thinks you tell him how to do it once and he's an expert which is just a different a different topic um, but yeah, there, there, there's so much information coming at them and so much stuff to be scared of. And for us as parents, we have to learn like what kind of stuff we have to just keep out of their orbit so they don't need to worry about it so that we can focus on, hey, here's how to use a knife, right? Here's some right. basic <laughs> stuff you need to know yeah. to survive. A lot of the other stuff is just noise. It, yeah. And, you know, I think, um, you know, as we go into, so as we look ahead of time, head into the future, Social media and screen time. Let's just let's mm. not even talk about social media. Let's talk about screen time. You know, that's sort of barreled down, you know, come right at us. However, I remember watching an absolute fuck ton of TV when I was growing <laughs> oh, up. 100%. Like an absolute shitload. Now, I would also like play a lot. I, would, I did reading. Yeah. But like I, w- I watched a incredible amount of television. Television is what I was watching. Now – now, when we're getting upset with screen time, I think the issue, I think it comes down to the quality versus the quantity, honestly, sure. in my opinion, right? So I think if you're watching like Big Time Rush or like that's an example of a TV Teen show or, or honestly, no, this is a bigger thing to be really more worried about is any sort of YouTube kids YouTube channel where the yeah. kid is unwrapping a toy and playing with it like 100% with a bullet fuck that like just watch <laughs> anything else like I would say watch anything else but do not like that shit is so because it's so mind numbingly like so now do you mind. think video games depending on the video game um, which kind of engage them no. and the problem solving. And I, I stuff. do not. I do not think video, video games are the problem. Okay. I do not think video games no, no. are the problem. I'm not asking if you think they're a problem. I'm saying, do you think playing a video game and that kind of like they're actually interacting and using their brains is better than like passive TV watching? So, well, this is what's interesting, and this is what I'm, I've kind of now sort of keyed onto. I'm like, I'm sort of rattling around my head, which is, I'm now really worried about. Uh, the boys of our 
generation coming up because what we've done is we've told them I mean, we want them to go play, but just don't go play outside or mm-hmm. don't go play too far or let me know where you are. I don't – you know, we want them to do certain things, but we we put all these, like, restrictions on it about what they can do, when they can do it, how of they course. can do it, right? Well, they're not latchkey kids, right, because we're yeah. helicopter parents, and I'm including yeah. myself in that. Well, not and, quite. But, <laughs> but then, you know, but then at the same time, so the last – the only thing they have left are these video games where they get in and they're – together and they're playing it and they have a sense of i guess you know they're both engaged and you know maybe freedom or whatever and they're interacting with friends and right interacting but it's yeah. it, it it the actual video game itself is not the problem it's more the sort of insular nature in very much the same way that as our parents are on, are interacting on facebook in this really sort of yeah. Close, small, weird, very uncomfortable, no external information coming in. Bubble. Great. Yes. That's what I'm worried about. That's a danger, right? Like video games, not a danger, but playing (laughs) hours and hours of video games with like only a certain number of people in a very specific way. Right. That's that can lead to. Well, uh, moderation in all things but also you want them so we did an episode i think in the summer before a break about how to raise well-rounded kids which is kind of what you're talking about we're like some video games are good like playing video games sometimes is good playing tv sometimes is good but like using your imagination for like pretend play or whatever or playing sports or being outside or whatever you want a little bit of everything the pandemic um curbed a bunch of that stuff which i think a lot of parents as hopefully this thing is winding down are going to have to pull back and we met Mama Barry and I find ourselves like caught in that, right, where we want to pull our kids back from screen time. But also we've gotten kind of used to sleeping in on the weekends <laughs> when right. we can, which is yeah. which is the trouble. But preparing. So so it's funny because you would think, oh, how do we prepare our kids for a world in which like pandemics exist or whatever? But that's not quite what we're talking about. We're talking about like the the side effects of the pandemic and the side effects of all the social media and all the technology and all this other stuff they have. Like our parents didn't have to know technology while also knowing current events right in order to protect their kids and for us to be able to protect our kids like we have to know we have to like understand yeah. tiktok and like yeah i understand it unbelievably well we've seen my like, chat videos you really I, do it's you're I not mean, online I, so i worry that you can't speak the language oh, right no cat oh i'm now. online all right i'm online i'm i'm Lurking. i'm uh, i'm i'm what the marvel uh has a whole character about me it's called the watcher and i just oh, uh, <laughs> i just i'm i'm there in the shadows but i think the, the point is is that uh yeah i mean we i think that's a good point right you we have extra variables that are in the mix so it's right. you know it's tv i guess you know back in the day for example music right yeah. i i you know what what my daughter listens to my 13 year old daughter listens to um i have a really open conversation i'm like this sounds awful to me right <laughs> and it sounds awful to me for the following reasons because it all sounds the same she all listens everything's like the mumble rap like blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. and i'm like just play a song I don't care if this like what lyrics are in it. Just play a song that's like that's got musicality to it, so I can like appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we start to have the conversation. But whatever, she's listening to like that kind of music. My parents, I'm sure, would be like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" This yeah. is, like, like Pete, what is this Dave Matthews band you're playing <laughs> yeah, all the time? Yeah. It's fucking... Why 
I'm You're so You're rotting your brain. In you. Who is this anarchist? Why? <laughs> Why? Why? What did I found this bare naked lady CD. <laughs> Explain yourself. You know? Yeah. You know? Um, so. Yeah, that's tough. We listen. Think, we, you listen to some dangerous stuff, obviously, back in the day. Yeah. I. Uh, but so that's so funny because that those are the conversations we were having, right? TV rots your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rots your brain. It all it, it kind of all goes. I mean, you know, and then back if you look back enough, uh, you know, when books became a thing. I mean, that was a thing that people back would when say. Books became a thing. No, meaning back <laughs> if someone was a bookworm, it was like yeah. they're reading too much. Like you know, yeah. it's always been a a thing, right? So TV like rots your eyes. brain. And by yeah, the way, right. there's something to TV rotting your brain. Sure. As we as we can now see, right? As so, look what we us. were told early. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with the social media. I guess we don't know. None of us know, other than just quality of the stuff that they're watching. They're gonna watch it, no problem. Okay, we know that. The key is is just do a little bit of understanding, like Roblox, for example. Like our a friends. Our friend's kid was sent all sorts of porn links through Roblox. Like, oh yeah, you can't. You have to be which sites smart. Um, just, you really chat, good one. chat the URL. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I hit Damn a couple. It. I mashed some buttons. I sent it to some <laughs> wrong thing. It doesn't matter who said who what. Okay, I'm just saying it happened. So, but like, though this is sort of not to get on a tangent about like the porn and like that joke you're talking about, but right? But like, as when we were kids, it was like. Finding porn was hard, and the little bit that you got from like a magazine that was handed down or a tape or whatever was like, oh, cool, you know, it was it was hard to get and right. whatever. Nowadays, you get so much of it, and like for us, it might if you're not aware of the fact that like the level of porn and the amount that they can get is problematic, and you don't necessarily understand the landscape, you can't like have a conversation with your kid about it. If you're thinking like, oh, he's just seeing like what I saw when I got like an old hustler in the nineties and like a still image or whatever, like the misogyny and like the way that, that having so much of that stuff in your face or all around all the time changes like your perspective on life and on relationships and how to treat other people. Like as a parent, if you're not aware of that stuff, you can't really parent your kids correctly. So I really, really dive into it so I can really understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if you are an unbelievable, if you're the one thing you are is devoted to research and I've known this about you and you constantly are railing about porn and Thank you're like you. someone and you, I remember the last time we went to the party there was about 20 of us you said someone needs to get to the bottom of this <laughs> and you left the party you slammed the door and you went into your room and we said we all applauded I remember slow clapping and being like god that guy is just he is so courageous not all heroes wear capes so um, some of them don't wear that. anything yeah, the best ones. So you were talking about like helicopter parenting and somehow sometimes that being detrimental, right? And and I have a, a have a, a tweet that does well like every time I share it, which is like I don't remember my parents like f- like wringing their hands over the fact that like I spent six hours every Saturday morning like watching cartoons and like Saved by the Bell or whatever, right? Whereas now like we're hyper aware of our shortcomings or our kids having too much screen time and all that stuff, and I just think. Part of that means like we have more to account for and like we have to know I'm not trying to denigrate my parents who did a great job raising me in our generation and all that stuff. But I just feel like all of the information coming at our kids requires us to there's more a shitload more information coming at us, too. Right. There's just so much more going on and the stakes are getting higher because something like climate change, like 
that's the good thing about climate change is you don't really have to prepare your kids for adulthood because they, they won't have one, right? Well, There's not going to be an earth. You know, that, okay, yeah, I mean, okay, now let's get, re- now we talked about porn, let's get real dark and <laughs> <laughs> talk about climate change. What I mean, are we talking is, about? You know, this is, it's so funny, we started the episode talking about uh, the commies, and if yeah. we think about it, God, how real that feeling was of that, yeah. right? How real yeah. it was that nuclear war was going to happen at any point. Yeah. And, you know, you had strategic, you know, arms limitation treaties, da, da, da. Yeah. The, and then, but the movies, right? Like all yeah, Red Dawn. Say, so many movies about it, it that, just, yeah. Everything about it was just so tangible and it was so simple. And let me be clear how yeah, simple yeah. it was, or it, it, it ha- was, was us and them. Now, yeah, here's like the Wars, problem. Yeah. Here's the problem, right? This environmental crisis, it's as if, the nukes have already are either in the air. I mean, it's yeah. so, it's. I mean, it's it's so no, terrifying. They've already detonated, and now we're dealing with the like the radiation fallout. Yeah. Now, okay. So, what can our kids do about? What can we do about it? There isn't a ton, really. No. Other than, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, there really isn't a ton. Other than, I mean, it's so. There's like eight companies that do like ninety percent of everything that's like just not good, and then all. Yeah. So anyway, the point being is, is that unfortunately, you know, our kids are telling us, like, let's not let's let's be real here. Our kids are the ones that are like, Dad, we turn the light off and like doing, you know, they're right. they're the well, ones telling us. Maybe not the light thing. I turn off Look. a lot of lights. TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I, that's the thing that I just I, I really I feel so uh, helpless about. Actually, I just don't well, know, see, even know what. There to you do. go. Right. I think. I think that's maybe the thing that we need to focus on is teaching them not to feel helpless. Like even though we do, because a lot of these things are sort of in motion and there's so much negative information coming at us about all the shit. And right now, you know, I'm not going to lie or sugarcoat it. Shit is pretty dire, like in the United States in terms of like ideologically and just two separate countries and all of this kind of stuff. And it's easy to feel helpless. That's why I always make sure when I like tweet something, I hashtag the proper thing. You've got a virtue signal. You properly. have to yeah. virtue signal, Mike. Right. If but you're on social teach. media and you live anywhere <laughs> near Brooklyn, yes. if you're not you, virtue signaling, what they the will f- come and get what me. Are you doing? They will yeah. come and get me and shut down my Instagram <laughs> in two seconds. But that's the thing. Like we need to to. Even as as bleak as it can look, um, and as much as we joke about the proliferation of you know horrible things, um, you know whether it's porn or, or greenhouse gases, is that what they're called? Greenhouse carbon emissions and yeah. um, you know pandemics, which you know who knows if there'll be another one, and screen time and all that shit. Like we have to teach our kids, you know what? Well, okay. You can overcome. <laughs> We can't. So, we blew it. Now I mean, it's on is, you. I mean, actually, it's, it's, this is to us. Like the environmental stuff is really, it, it really is on us, and it's so, it's so mind-numbingly massive in yes. its totality. Now, here's part, but here's part of the problem, okay? Because our parents, we were raised just with that simple, like us, that like us and communists, yeah, like binary, just there, yeah. it's a, it's just so binary, and now it's like, oh. Let's see. There's the clim- uh, climate change uh, or 
climate crisis, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, that that's the equivalent of a nuclear war. Oh, and by, by the way, there's also this our entire fabric of our society uh, yeah. is now essentially the bill is coming due and we need to I mean, it's always been there, but now we need to address it in a major way. And that's caused an entire schism in our society where some people are just like covering their ears and going la 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 la. Well, it's like. And, and it so there's so, and then of course you have social media and that's amplifying all this stuff. And then we have a fucking global pandemic. And the thing is, is we are, uh, we now have this three sort of fronted war on our hands, a little battle. And we have to try and figure out how to navigate our, ourselves, but also our kids through all this day, all of this stuff. But and this so is it's, what it's part of the challenge is, right? Is it is we feel like the ship has sailed on a lot of this stuff because, like you're saying, like the the chickens are coming home to roost on like 20 years of social media bullshit, right? Um, I guess not 20 years, but 20 years of like the internet being kind of what it is, and then social media bullshit and climate change, which frankly, like they should have started to fix in the 80s right at the absolute latest right and instead now we have to be like we feel a little bit helpless like the kind of ship has sailed because the previous generation fucked up right and we're here like what can we do because we're kind of like defeated well, yes by all the and no. shit happening. I mean, we got to teach our kids it's not all over right you can still help well that's bit. the other thing and then we're, we're trying to like lead by example but of course the example we we have is so it's 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 kind of pathetic i mean yeah we we right now we are having and i really really mean this we have the stupidest fucking conversations in it's just it's so dumb like to, to kids <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. No, just in the world right now. Yes. When we are like, oh, what makes you angry? Uh, I don't want communism. Communism. Like, who the right. fuck wants com? Nobody wants communism, asshole. Right. We're talking just a little bit more equity, dick face. Yeah. Like, well, they create straw man arguments, right? Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah, and know, and not just that. Well, what about? Oh, don't don't step on my freedom, my freedom. Okay, dude, brother, uh, do you you wear a seatbelt, motherfucker? Do you, yeah, do you exactly. blow through stoplights because your freedom of going at whatever speed? But like, it's do a you, byproduct of I mean, social like, media and well, this Fox is News it. and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I, look, I, I, you know, I'm again. You're right. It is, and it's uh, in and and when we say Fox News, I think what we really mean to say is just being when when you. Negative information is so much more powerful than yes. positive or not. We're pointing not out a new enemy of some yeah. kind. Yeah. yeah, us and them, right? And let's think back. Let's think back to how comments. clear that was. Exactly. Let's think back to how clear that was for yeah. us. Red Dawn. God damn it. That was the greatest movie ever. Why? Because mm -hmm. it was so simple. These guys parachuted in to, my t to our t collective town, yeah. and they started doing it to us. Right. And it was us versus them. And that's no why – and doubt. at the end right. – Ed o Ed O'Neill, I'm pretty sure. No, not Ed. Yeah, not Ed O'Neill. No, Patrick Ed Swayze. What's what? his name? Uh, who was the main guy? The Superfly. Patrick Swayze. No, no. Superfly was the uh, Cuban commander. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. The okay, the actor who played Superfly <laughs> was the Cuban commander. Remember, and he puts the gun down when when Patrick Swayze. Oh, at the Swayze very end, where he's like, yeah, pouring at he the realizes end, yeah. that underneath it all, you know, all despite the fact that he's absolutely destroyed, these two kids have destroyed his entire base. He can mm -hmm. put the gun down because he's like, you know what, 
I think I've pretty much mortally wounded both of those guys, and they're going to die anyway. Yeah. That's why <laughs> I don't need to do anything. Because yeah. it's got the emotional part. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It was so simple then. And what Fox News does is it it makes us have yeah. – No, really. It makes us have the stupidest fucking conversations in the world when we need to be having the most nuanced, the most complicated yes. – the most cerebral conversations, like how the yeah, hell but, do we deal with not only multi, multiple universes, which is now a possible real thing in real life, but also this climate change thing that's about to happen. And how do we tie it all together so that we our kids know how to even live in the future? But this is the thing. They, they are they are hearkening back and they are creating trying to create that binary again like here's your enemy people are trying to take your freedom they just happen to live here and be regular fucking people and their neighbors and they're doing that because they have fucking all they want is power and money and greed and all the politicians that are behind them and they don't no one seems to care about the fabric we live in a society pete that's what you need to understand Yeah, and no I mean, one seems look, to care anymore, right? There's just the common sense that's gone. That's why we have these. And then the Democrats or whoever on the liberal side gets pulled into these really dumbass arguments. And then as everybody's having these really stupid arguments, climate change just keeps yeah, cooking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All this I other mean, shit like, just keeps cooking. Everything else is going on around us. And it's it's such a shame because, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it's just – are you? We, here's we, a question for where you. are our flying cars? That's what I want to know. Exactly. Well, here's and the we're thing. arguing over whether the Earth. This is what we're arguing over. Is the Earth round? Yeah, that is uh, one of them. Yeah. Masks, are birds real? Do, yeah, are birds real? Do masks <laughs> help in a pandemic? I mean, this is like, like what the fuck? Uh, does Obama have a birth certificate? Like, what? Yeah. I mean, really, that was the really beginning, and and I don't want to get yeah. a so, soapbox about it or right. even really get into it. but the, the the manipulation of the the level of conversations that we're having is so boring all right last point and i think this is the most important one in my mind because i, I think have it's, the most important one well yeah. i think it's because it, it really summarizes everything we are is is if we can teach our kids one thing it has to be accountability it has mm-hmm. to be it has to be has to be has to be accountability because i don't know what the hell happened i don't know what the hell happened but my dad went from like, did you do this? You got to own up to like, to being like, basically, like, oh, he's not so bad. You mm-hmm. know, like the level of accountability and I'm talking like th- through and through, right? From our parents, my parents to, you know, oh, this guy like murdered 25 people and like here are all the emails. Oh, I don't recall it. I don't recall. Yeah, right, I, right. I'm under oath, but you don't recall this? No, I don't recall it. Or just but not even like answering a subpoena, right? Just like being like, yeah. no. Just yeah. being like, uh, no, I'm not into it. You know, like, uh, I don't really do it. But you said this, this, and this. Did I? I don't. That doesn't sound like me. Well, it's written down like this. I don't. It doesn't. I don't remember right. it. So I must not have done it. You, you know, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about so, it. So that's, I think, in I really believe that accountability and the lack of accountability is such a huge problem. So it's uh, funny because if we were if 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 we are going back to what this episode was supposedly about um, is, you know, how are we preparing our kids, um, you know, for the future and to be adults or whatever, I was going to say 
you know, we should dig bomb shelters and get canned <laughs> goods and stuff. And you were yeah. like, accountability. And I'm right. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, accountability yeah. is 100% something. No, that that's parents the accountability could. is the name of my bomb shelter. But teaching kids to like to own up and to take responsibility and stuff is like a very fundamental thing that parents should have been and have been teaching their kids and can teach their kids. And they've been doing it for generations, right? So like, like it's a basic thing that you're supposed to teach your kids like and so my son my 11 year old is constantly like he'll he'll spill something and he'll, he'll be like that was an accident i didn't mean it and i'm like it doesn't right. matter if you didn't right. mean it like it's still your fault you're not in trouble but you still need to like take responsibility for it right. and clean it up you can't just like leave and let it go or like find someone else to fix it for you right you need to own the stuff that you do whether you mean to do it or not, there's a difference between intending to do something and not intending to do it, but the results are sort of the same, right? And you can't keep pushing the buck. And like, as an 11 year old, I'm sure like as a lazy 11 year old, that's something like he doesn't want to hear and he wants to like get away with stuff and not have to like do any work or anything like that. But we do like, that's a very basic thing that we can teach our kids that like, you need to stop. Is the other thing you need to stop like pointing fingers take responsibility and then try to find a solution. Right. So like one of the things he's constantly doing is like making an excuse for why something wasn't his fault. And I'm like, let's not worry mm -hmm. about that. And let's try to solve the yeah. problem instead. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I no, think that's, that that's, that's a good, that's a good example. Valid. I mean, that, that happens a lot uh, in my household too, which is like, I didn't mean to, I, it's an accident, you know, uh, I have three kids and there's a lot of accidental, I didn't mean yeah. to like stab that kid five times, that kid being my, their brother, their sister, you know, it's just like, what do you mean you didn't mean it was an accident? Right. And what do you, you know, just like stop with the word accident and then, and then throwing up your arms. Like it was an accident. Right. What, what do you want me to do about it? what I want you to do is to say, oh shit, I am sorry. And I actually... Right. I don't care if you even say the actual phrase, oh shit, I'm sorry. I would, I, I think I would be better uh, with that than what's currently happening, which is there is a lot, you know, we just need to get our kids to make sure that they, uh, yeah, are, are, as you say, fess up, you know, or just deal with it. Yes. Deal with the situation. Don't that even has come been and created. get me, right? Solve the problem yeah. so I never knew it existed rather yeah. than either letting it linger or coming and blaming it on somebody else, right? Yeah. Like, just just fix it right you just can't keep being like oh i didn't mean it. it doesn't matter in the real world it doesn't matter like ignorance of the law is no defense right if you get caught speeding and you're like oh i didn't know the speed well, limit was 50 well this is a real matter. problem well this is the problem this is the problem as i see it because that is kind of where we are as a society so the lessons that we're trying to teach our kids i just i i you know more of my point is understanding the context of it it's all well and good to to teach our kids something but it's even more to understand that we actually live in a society where people are like oh yeah oh and by, i mean body cam footage like just released and oh yeah they actually were doing everything that they said they weren't doing right but they were already acquitted or whatever they already got off or whatever the case may be and by the way yeah i am actually talking about the police because like that's like a big part of this like accountability and I, I don't Top mean down, it like yeah. – and honestly, I really don't even mean it in like I, – I mean it in literally like uh, like a pure legal way. Like why are if, – if a doctor is allowed to get sued and disbarred or, you know, excuse me, like lose his license over 
any kind of small minor infraction, or not even minor infraction, but even sort of major infraction, they will lose their license, right? Their medical mm-hmm. license is put up. There's no sort of doctors. You, you know, my point is, is all of this lack of accountability. And and by the way, there's same to be, yeah. yeah, there's teachers and all, all sorts of different things yeah, where down. things happen and you have enough uh, mechanisms and systems in place that actually protect and, and sort of surround and you and people could be like, oh yeah, no problem. I, I oh I didn't know I didn't know. Oh I I know I was like dumping yes. uranium into your drinking water, but like I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know. How was well, I to know? Or actually I drank I jumped just enough uranium into the drinking water where I guess it's not like technically illegal. And well, you're like, hey, how about thing, like though. no uranium in my drinking water? But the people do everybody is trying to do that, right? A lot of people trying to do that and like shirk responsibility and get away with stuff. And then the people who end up get the, the imbalance in the people who end up getting away with it, the people with money, the people who are white, the people who have status and all that stuff, right? It's just it's just another layer on all of this stuff that that our kids are having to deal with, which again is why I want to build a bomb shelter. I'm not gonna <laughs> call mine accountability. Yeah. Like call mine Wolverines, right? Get down in there yeah. real yeah. good. Um, but I can't. I'm not good at that DIY stuff, right? So I'm gonna have my kid watch some YouTube videos, and hopefully okay. it'll be a little there summer we project we can do together. There we go. I don't own my land though, right? I rent, so it's another. That's a problem. You know what? I really, I actually believe at the two ends of the political spectrum, they actually kind of bend and they join together at the sort of oh yeah uh, outward bound survivalist movement. They sort of they sort of come together <laughs> yeah. like Doomsday like the left and, and yeah. the right sort of come together and in like both are off grid, uh, both are raising chickens and cows and um, the only difference is one has like a buzz cut and the other one probably has long hair and that's pretty much the difference. But they both believe the exact same thing with the exception of maybe uh, one's uh, extraordinarily hostile and the other one's like super into just yeah. being cool. I don't know. Live live, we don't know yeah. which one's Hippies. which. We don't yeah. know which one's which. And we don't know which ones our kids will turn out to be. But we do know oh. that they're going to see a lot of porn before they get there, right? That's just the they, way it is, guys. We're going to try to stop gonna, it, but they, it's they everywhere. Gonna, it is everywhere. I mean, let's be clear. One of the major social networks was literally created for dick pics. Yes, <laughs> that's it. It was li- its primary purpose was created so you could take a picture of your junk, send it to someone, <laughs> and that picture would disappear. disappear Why? Yeah. Because you didn't want to have a picture of your junk just floating out there. And, and then of course they forgot. Oh, I could take a screenshot of it. Oh. And that's why we have Gmail, right? It's just the geniuses behind Gmail, it's all for dick pics. That's what you meant, right? That's where I send mine through. Yeah, my supposed to leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, so listen, look, just because you're posting it on your blog and you're like, hey, does anyone <laughs> does anyone know what these are? Those just because no one reads it doesn't mean the pic wasn't snapped. Just because no one sees it. If if a dick pic is snapped and nobody, nobody cares, is it, is what it am really I st- Is it still a dick pic? Yeah. Those are balls. There's, look, if we're going to leave you with any lessons, um, one, it's we nailed it again. Like we totally crushed this Whew. topic like we do Damn. every week. Again, no research. We just killed it. Unbelievable. Well, the research was about 25 years of church parenting uh, nightmare experience between us, I think. Number two is is teach your kids accountability. um, And accounting. For their actions. And And accounting. And plumbing, maybe, and electricity. A trade. We did have an episode, I think, about that once, about talking about that. And number three is um, show your kids Red Dawn, but only the original. Do not Mm. show them the Chris Hemsworth remake. It does not make any sense. It's not any good. The original, though, Stone Cold Classic. 
Yeah, if you want to watch a Chris Hemsworth movie, just watch uh, what is it? The Transporter, not the Transporter, but the Extraction. Oh, on uh, oh. Netflix, Extraction. Yeah. There's was, a sequel coming to that. That was such a good movie. Do you watch you know, that movie? That's the, that's the one Chris Hemsworth, you would say, not like Ragnarok or Cabin in the Woods or something? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. But I'm saying, no, In as far as hardcore action movies go, that yeah, was one of the most That was one of the most intense. There was some scenes in there that was like, holy shit, that was cool. <laughs> Look yeah, at this like guy. Getting, the fifth movie Pete's ever seen in his life, Extraction. Hey, I'm a big Chris Hemsworth fan. Are you? Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't know. No, I am. The whole Hemsworth family <laughs> I'm a fan of. Liam. He's and the one in Westworld. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. I just looked that up. I just looked that up. I was a guy. You're still guy watching so, Westworld? I, yes. I just, because I, I was at the end. I was I, I went to the end of the rainbow, and I was like, I have nothing left to watch. And I was like, wait. I, I got to find out I've, who this other Hemsworth is. Yeah, no. I go, I don't know. I said to myself, I was like, I don't think I've, I've finished Westworld, so I'm watching it. And I'm like, who is this short, stocky guy that looks so familiar? And I Googled him, and I'm like, no shit. This is like – it's like twins. Hemsworth. It's like twins where Arnold Schwarzenegger is yeah. one, and then Danny DeVito is like the, <laughs> the, the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. The leftovers. <laughs> so I thought – earlier, a few minutes ago, I said that we had nailed this all. Um, and also earlier, I said we don't do research. So we had nailed – now we have fully nailed it. Oh, um, and Pete actually did do research because he was Googling the <laughs> yeah. Hemsworth family tree. So I found out that there's a Hemsworth that's actually in Westworld. So go check that out. Too bad for that guy since that show, I assume, is dead and not coming back, hopefully. No, he's great in it, actually. He's yeah. really good. Is he? Yeah, he actually really is, but it's just uh, he's um, yeah no he's he's awesome. So thank you guys, thank you everyone. Apologies for- to Liam Hemsworth who got no shine. Um, just the just Chris and the one whose name we don't even know from Westworld. Don't worry. Liam about dated that. Miley Cyrus for a long time. Give the man some credit. I think he was married to her, wasn't he? Anyway, listen guys, I, uh, I, I think it's gonna be okay. I think we're gonna be okay. I think you're gonna be okay. I think your kids are gonna be okay. But we just oh. need to prep them appropriately that's i think the gist which is you know we don't want to scare them uh but just kind of prep them but also you don't you don't have to it's just for ourselves like there's so much shit out there just know what your kids are watching try and get yeah. them to watch a lot of planet earth you know like good stuff yeah, like if they're gonna idea. watch a lot of shit have them watch good shit have them yeah do good succession shit. comes back next week cue that up honestly i'm into it my my 11 year old's watching has watched every single season. Is that in season like 20 of Simpsons? Oh, The Simpsons, yeah. She's, she's like binging it. Yeah. I'm so into it. I'm like, yeah, man, just no, do it. That's a great. That's educational. It's entertaining. You give so, them a sense of humor. I love it. So, so um, all right. All so right. we will be back. Uh, again, I don't think I've said you can. This is a podcast that you're listening to. You can continue <laughs> to listen to it on whatever platform you're currently using, or you can switch platforms. Apple, Spotify, anything. You can watch us on YouTube. How to do pod? How to do uh, podcasts at this? Just point. Google how to listen Dad and Buried podcast. podcast, right? And get some headphones. But ratings, guys, we need some ratings. Oh yeah, we need some ratings. Oh, uh, we would love. I mean, and reviews, we love them. We, we love, love reading reviews. reviews. Uh, so please, if you have a sec and you're feeling so inclined, we would love a wonderful review. Preferably wonderful, not like these guys suck. Don't listen. You know what? No, Just, don't worry about it. Honest. Honest reviews. No, no, Mike, not honest. <laughs> do you know what to do when we say leave a review? That's true. 
Just kiss our asses do what, and hit do five what stars. Mike, do what Mike would do. Subscribe, review, listen. We'll be back next week, I, I think, with Mom and Barry, but we will see. Um, and uh, until then, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. See you next time.